Quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Every weekend, and they're gone for the night. Where do you think they go? Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? Go ask them when they get back. They're back. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we can afford $99. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9. I'm your host, Coach Giambola, and we've got an update. Uh, team owner Mark Davis, President Dan Ventrelli, and Jerome Pickett, Senior VP of Sports Entertainment for Clear, and that's the app that you will use now uh, to get in the Raiders games, talking about the decision to go with uh, – Fully vaccinated people coming into the games. You will not have to wear a mask. So we're going to bring you uh, that press conference that they did yesterday. It's going to be a two-parter. And this is courtesy of the Raiders uh, network. Say that if people are concerned about taking the, uh, the shot or whatever, that we will refund their money for the season for the nine games. Um, we'll give them a full refund or they can roll their uh, ticket money over till next season. If in fact they roll it over till next season, they'll get the full 10 game season for the nine games that they're returning. Um, if in fact they get a refund, they will then just pay next year the uh, full price for their season tickets, which will be the same price as this year's. Um, I suppose that the questions that you guys will have will be able to be answered by some of the people up here. We have people from Clear and from the uh, uh, hospital uh, who give the shots, and Mr. Ventrelli here as well. Um, rather than go on, I'll just I'll turn it over to Dan, and he can introduce them, and uh, then you can I'll be here to answer any questions you have. But great, thanks, Mark. So we, the Raiders, are proud to lead the way to keep our fans, the team, and the community safe. Um, we know it's the right thing to do. We know it's the right way to keep this stadium full all season long and to create the game day experience that our fans love and miss and remember, where they can cheer for their team without masks, gather with their friends and family, and have the good time that they all remember having. So to do that, we partner with Clear. Um, Clear, we believe, is a solution that makes this easy for our fans. Uh, you only have to upload your vaccination information one time. It's good for the entire season with just signing into your account. So here to give more information about that is Jerome Pickett from Clear. Jerome is Clear's Senior Vice President of Sports and Entertainment. We know that Clear's led the way in safety and security for years. But Jerome, in particular, has a lot of great experience in this regard. He's the former EVP and chief security officer of the NBA, and he worked diligently to put in place the protocols that were around the NBA's bubble in Orlando a year ago. So he has great experience and great information to share with all of you. Thanks for being here, Jerome. Thank you. Um, 
I'd like to thank Mark Davis and Dan Ventrelli for having us here. Um, it's, it's a real honor to be able to be partnered with the Raiders organization to deploy Health Pass and bring fans back safely and uh, quickly. Um, there's so much that we've missed over this last year, and I can speak for myself, and I'm sure I can speak for many of you um, in saying that you know, going to a live sporting event and feeling the power of tens of thousands of people just cheering on their team is just something that we all miss. So it'll be great to have that back. And our mission at CLEAR is to create safer and frictionless experiences. We want to bring people back to doing the things that they love. We think that this is a part of our Come Back Stronger plan, in which we can only make it safer for people to gather, but help them do it easily and reliably as well. Last year, when the skies and the streets were quiet, we knew that there were other places that CLEAR and our secure identity platform could help. So we hustled and we developed and we launched Health Pass uh, to get people back out there, back to doing the things that they love safely and quickly. So we could not be more excited than to deploy Health Pass with the Raiders and provide fans with a safe, easy, and secure way to prove vaccination when they're attending a game. Um, and even though I've been a Giants fan my entire life, um, as excited as I am to be at this partnership, I think I'm a Raiders guy now. We're glad to have you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Health Pass has been used by hundreds of organizations across the country to help create safer environments, and we're thrilled to bring it to Allegiant Stadium. So starting today, anyone can download the free Clear app, enroll in a few minutes. You can add your vaccination um, record, and you'll be ready to go for the game. So the, the Raiders are leading the charge. Um, with Health Pass, and I know that fans will come along and support those efforts. So we're happy to answer any questions. I'll turn it back over to the moderator for Q&A. We also have Glenn Simpson from Community Ambulance. He's the senior director, and um, he can speak briefly about community's efforts in conjunction with the Raiders to offer vaccinations on site to attendees. Thanks, Dan. Um, our focus here at Community Ambulance is uh, to, to help support the initiative that the Raiders are put, have put forth. Uh, we'll be providing vaccinations on site for those that have not received their vaccination. Um, we'll be able to process that here on site. They'll receive their vaccine card at that point and they'll then be able to follow the protocol to uh, then get it uploaded to clear. So um, we're happy to, to support this community. Um, like, like many, uh, we're a part of this community. Uh, we wanna get this community open to 100% and we wanna we want to do it safely, we want to do it effectively, and, and we're here to, to support those efforts. Media with questions, please raise your hand and I'll bring the mic over to you. Oh, this is for Mark and Dan. Um, it seemed as though you guys work with Governor Sisolak uh, since your uh, policy was uh, announced right after his uh, speech. I was wondering what was those conversations like in trying to move forward with having uh, a vaccination uh, mandate on this? Well, first off, I'll say that uh, Governor Sisolak was dealt a pretty bad hand. Um, things were going pretty good here in Las Vegas when the pandemic hit. And uh, he's had to scramble every which way but loose. And there's been no certainty, and there still is no certainty. I think people forget that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, it's not over yet. And so, We've listened to Governor Sislak, we've spoken with him on a number of things, and I think what he came up with here was uh, two, two options. 
that we could have followed. And health and safety is always number one in everything that we do. And we just feel that this part of the process, the way that he came up with it, is uh, the one that we're going to follow. Um, he may change at some point in time in the next month or so before our first game. We don't know that. But right now what we've got is certainty, at least for the Raider fans, that we're going to have full capacity without masks in that stadium. And for, for that, that certainty, I'm just very thankful to the governor for coming up with something that will work for us. Mr. Davis, Dana Gentry from the Nevada Current. Um, I have two questions for you. First of all, and excuse me if you've already put this out, if I have bought tickets and I don't want to get vaccinated, will I get a refund? And the second question is, will the Raiders embark on any kind of a public relations campaign promoting the vaccination? Um, I, think, I think both of those, uh, number one, I did mention that season ticket holders, people that purchase tickets that do not want to get vaccinated can either roll their money over till next season. If they do that, they'll be rolling over nine games because we had the one game already. So they, if they roll it over, they will get the 10 game package next year. So they won't have to pay for that extra game next year. If they ask for a full refund, which we're also offering, then they will get their full refund and then they'll pay full price next season for the 10 games. Um, the second part about the PR type of thing, yeah, I think we're gonna work with the uh, ambulance service on the shots and everything else and work within the community. Um, I think that this uh, process that the fact that if you come to the game and you haven't had your vaccination, but you desire to go to the game and you decide to get the shot at the stadium will help to get more people vaccinated. So that's one of the things. And we may put players or something else into a promotional campaign along with both Clear and the ambulance service in the near future. David, a question about the emergency directive by the governor. Certainly it applies to the attendees at the event, what about the workers, the employees that come in here? What about the athletes on the field? If they're not vaccinated, are they going to have to wear a mask? Well, as silly as that sounds, but are they going to have no, to wear a mask? Are they under no, that I'll, let, I'll let Dan answer that, but uh, basically there's a collective bargaining agreement that has to do with the players, and Dan can talk about that. Um, as far as the workers, the, the uh, full-time workers are absolutely going to be vaccinated, and I'm not sure... Or wear, or wear a mask? Will they be let in without a mask? Uh, I believe they still are wearing masks. Yeah, with, with, respect, with respect to players, obviously the collective bargaining agreement governs that relationship. And Over um, the state of Nevada's we're at the, directive. We're at the very top of the NFL in terms of how many of the percentage of our players that are vaccinated. We're very proud of that. Um, the current directive of the state of Nevada exempts athletes from oh, the mask okay. mandate already. Um, but we've obviously gone beyond that and tried to create even greater protections than existed um, under the current set of rules. It, so it does exempt athletes? It currently does. They yeah. don't have to? Could you answer on the workers okay. as well? Oh, sure, certainly. So so we, and we've been vocal about this at the Raiders. We've had a mandatory vaccination policy among all employees that we implemented back in May. So everybody that works for the Raiders on a full-time basis is vaccinated. Everybody, and we insisted on the same from our partners in the stadium. So everybody here from ASM 
um, Levy, the other partners in the stadium, are all um, vaccinated full-time workers. With respect to part-time workers, the directive uh, contains the option for part-time workers to be present in masks if they are not vaccinated, but all of the full-time workers in the building are fully vaccinated and were fully vaccinated prior to this directive even being issued. Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, 96.9-94.9. And we're going to bring you the second part of the Mark Davis update on the vaccine entry into Allegiant Stadium for the upcoming games and what the policy and procedures will be. So here is part two of that press conference held yesterday. And this is courtesy of the Raiders Network. Uh, Ross DiMattei with 13 Action News here in Las Vegas. Uh, Mark, how concerned are you about, right here, how concerned are you about alienating a certain percentage of your fans who are adamantly against vaccinations and may threaten to never come back to games? Very very concerned about that. Um, Health and safety has always been number one throughout this pandemic with us, and we followed every, every, type of uh, edict that came out. Um, That is why we are trying to uh, quickly give them the opportunity to turn in their tickets for full refund and or roll over their money. Um, I don't know what else we could do for them, but when you look at it, it's it's not just about you, it's the person sitting next to you. And that's who we're trying to protect as well. And it's just something, again, I think everything that happens in today's world it's almost 50-50 when you get into the, these types of uh, environments or these types of decisions. And uh, we're willing to make the tough decision. And we hope not to lose any Raider fans because they're the most important thing to us. Hi, Joe V. Hill with Fox 5. Thanks for taking my question. Do you expect any delays coming in with this process? And what is your advice to fans who come here and uh, want to get through as quickly as possible? I would say it's yeah. clear here. Um, the, the process to use Clear Health Pass is very easy. Um, it's a one-time enrollment. Um, so once you enroll, it's a minute or two minutes to go through the enrollment process. But from there forward, once you're in the platform, it literally is it's, it's seconds. You do a selfie. Um, your, your vaccination records are already uploaded in the platform once you've done that through your enrollment and you're ready to go. So the idea is that we want people to get to green before they get to the stadium. You could do that up to 12 hours before the game. So while you're at home, you can produce your health pass. You're going to hop in the car or however you're getting to the event, get your green screen going, and as soon as you walk up to the to the gate, you're already ready to go. And I do want to say that the timing of this is pretty fortunate for us because we don't have another home game for a month. 
And so that gives our fans an opportunity to go through the process of uh, the clear signing up and everything else. And they will have seven days to make the decision on whether they want to have a refund or not. So the timing of this is, I guess, fortunate for, for us and our fans because we don't have to make a rushed decision, so to speak, and it gives them time to get the uh, vaccination. Are the PSL fees including the refund? No. Not the PSL fees, just the price of the ticket. Price of the ticket, absolutely. Sir, Denise Rush with Channel 3. Just a question about how that's going to look if people do wait till a game day to get vaccinated. Do they just wait in a line, they get their shot, they still have to wear a mask, but how will that work if they wait till a game day? Yeah, so we're working through the logistics right now with the Raiders organization, uh, but we'll have an area set up on site um, that is staffed by healthcare professionals that will be able to, to go through a similar process right now if you were to go anywhere in the Valley and get vaccinated. Uh, once you do that, you receive your vaccination card where that'll be documented. Um, we'll also encourage, you know, at that time to make sure folks return for their second shot. Typically with the Pfizer and the Moderna shot, there is a second dose that's required. Um, and at that point, then that card will then, um, we'll move that over to, to clear side of it. And then clear from there, we'll be able to assist in getting that uploaded. I guess uh, for, for Mark or, or Jerome here, how do you prevent the fraudulent vaccine cards? So the people are actually legitimately, you know, had the vaccines and they don't have the fake cards and you can come in here and, and feel confident that the people that you're sitting next to are actually vaccinated. So the, the clear platform is based around safety and security. You first have a, a, a biometric record of yourself, so you take a selfie, you're attaching your biometrics um, to the card that you're uploaded. We have um, image recognition technology that looks at the card itself to make sure that it, it, it fits the, what a valid CDC card is. So you have both pairing your biometric identity along with um, our image recognition technology on the CDC cards. So was it like 99.9% foolproof that I, I don't have a percentage but we, we if you want to dive a little bit deeper into okay. that we can we can pair up with you after mark and I, then i was just wondering being the first nfl franchise to do this have you have have other owners reached out to you and said hey mark what do you, you know what's your thought process maybe we're going to do this or um no not at this point not yet again it went out late last night so i haven't heard from them um i'm sure they're thinking about what they're going to do i think uh last year when we determined that we weren't going to have any fans in the stadium. I think we're the first ones to actually do that as well. And then a number of teams followed us after that. Um, these are not easy decisions, Chris, as you know. They're really not. And uh, we're just willing to make them and uh, moving forward. Uh, Alan Snow with LD Sports Biz. Uh, Jerome, um, have you guys worked on any vaccination um, mandate arenas or stadiums across the country yet? We have across sports and entertainment and aviation up 64 partners. So we, we have been deploying health pass for um, a while for across numerous leagues. What about this vaccination requirement? We, we have been managing that vaccine for a number of partners, both sports and entertainment. Yeah, obviously we're uh, out of Las Vegas Review Journal. We're talking about the Raiders right now, but do you know of other events at Allegiant Stadium that may be following suit? Is it going to be a stadium-wide thing? And then the other one is, I was looking at the Clear app, the Ace is already on there. So are the Aces also going to employ 
Tonight's game with the Aces will be mask only, and then uh, we have about uh, 10 days or so before our next game, and we'll be determining that probably later this evening um, after the game tonight. We'll see how the mask goes. Um, again, um, unfortunately, we're not over 4,000 <laughs> fans yet, which we will be. Um, again, because of the protocols, uh, we kept it down to 2,000 fans, and uh, we've just started opening up to others. But uh, other events, I'll let Dan speak to that. But again, right now, it's up to the promoters or whoever it is that are promoting their, their events. Yeah, right now it applies to Raiders games. We're going to work with our partners at ASM who help us book and manage the events to determine when it's appropriate to apply at other events or whether it's appropriate to phase it in. We're in, those dial we're in that dialogue right now. We want to make sure that we're attracting the, the best events and to the best venue and giving every opportunity for us to succeed. So we'll work with them to maximize that. And I think I think you guys all know that we lost two sold out events based on the mass policy. And that is something that also came into our uh, thought process. How do you intend to um, monitor it inside the stadium? Will you have a section for people who have just been vaccinated and are not yet fully vaccinated? No, we're working through that now, but we'll have an identification mechanism of some kind, which we'll work with community ambulance to implement and make sure that those folks are wearing masks. Obviously, people have purchased tickets with locations already, so we don't have an intention of relocating people, but we will work to make sure we identify those people and enforce appropriately. Time for one more question, Alan? Yeah, plenty of time. Hey Dan, uh, you have an event in fact this Saturday, um, will that be functioning under the mask mandate that the governor uh, put into place? Yes, this Saturday's event will function under the ordinary mask mandate that's applied to previous events. Okay, and also uh, Mark, you mentioned you lost two sold out events, what were those events? I'm not allowed to give the names of them, but they were, and hopefully we'll get them back and then we'll let you know what they were, but uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. and. Uh, but again, it's during a pandemic and health and safety comes first, so we understand why. Yeah, I, I do want to follow up on the identity. How, how do you plan on identifying people who have not been vaccinated who come in and take their mask off? You're not sure. How are they going to be marked as unvaccinated people? <laughs> the governor, it's a good question. The governor addressed that yesterday. I think his suggestion was a wristband or something that he said in his press conference. We may look at that. I mean, we're very fortunate to be in a town that's very good at large events. We have some great people that we can talk to. They're very uh, skilled at identifying who should be in a club or in an area or in an exclusive space. So we'll talk with our partners locally and try to figure out the best mechanism to identify those people. You know, again, I think that's a good yeah. question. I want to ask a question as well. Um, can people without tickets get the vaccination as well? Because if they can't, if somebody's got to get the vaccination, if they show their ticket, we'll know where their seats, seat locations are as well and that might be one way to uh semi-police it but again you know it's it, it's tough and it's a tough question it really is uh real quick uh what percentage of the raiders roster is vaccinated and secondly what about uh people 12 and younger who can't get the vaccine will they be allowed yes with masks with masks yes. okay 12 and under with masks um and the percentage of uh the team we, we aren't permitted to disclose a percentage but i'll tell you we're at the very top of the nfl and we're proud of that Any more questions, guys? Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I guess that's it. Again, 
Um, one of the things that we didn't talk about, and again, this is going to be an uh, interesting subject, but people that have season tickets and that have sold season tickets online and sold them, they will not be uh, getting refunds because they're not giving back the full, full season ticket package. So I want that to be clear as well. If they've transferred tickets to a friend, they could also get them transferred back, and then they could have a full season ticket package. But people that have sold tickets say, to the Monday night game coming up, and have made whatever how, whatever they did, or if they didn't, or for reasons they did, they will not be getting a, a refund or a rollover. Okay, thank you, everyone. Thanks. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we are an affiliate radio station of the Las Vegas Raiders. And John Gruden had a press conference yesterday. So we're going to bring you that press conference courtesy of the Las Vegas Raiders Network. Uh, how beneficial is it to be getting to go uh, to L.A. and practice against someone else again this year? We'll see how it goes. You know, I'll probably answer that question after we do it. We're, we're encouraged. We've done it before with the Rams. Uh, we did it with the Lions. I think if everybody cooperates and um, plays with the right etiquette, we'll get a lot out of it, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. There are certain things different than when you're at this facility when you do the intra-squad that you're looking for with your with the units? Not really. You know, a lot of the one-on-ones and the pass rush, you know, we'll get different matchups, see different people. Um, it'll be a good eye-opening experience for the young players. And um, other than that, we'll have situations, two-minute drill. We'll have some red zone. We'll have some second and longs and third down situations, much like we've done here. So it'll be fun to see some different fronts, see some different coverages, see some different players. They had a couple of spirited practices with the Cowboys. You have obviously some competitive spirits on this team. Is that something that you obviously stress to avoid, or do you like to see that competitive fire? Maybe there's some pushing and shoving. I mean, you don't want to stress that. but We don't want any pushing and shoving and fighting. That's not competitive. That's stupidity. We got to keep our poise and get our work done. And uh, you know, I, I didn't really see the other scrimmage, so I don't know what what happened. But uh, we're going to practice with the same etiquette that we practice here. 
And our players have done a great job of that. I expect theirs to do the same. I know it's an exhibition game this weekend, but how do you balance as a coach when it comes to how much you show from a play calling standpoint when you're kind of practicing against the team that you're about to play later that week? Yeah, you know, it's uh, hopefully the film doesn't get out there. You know, hopefully it doesn't get on the internet and you know, all over YouTube, Facebook, whatever other outlets there are. Hopefully the video coaches keep it internal, but. You know, we're not going to show everything, but we're going to continue to try to get better. And you have to prepare yourself for the season, and that means you got to do things you're going to do in September. So we're, we're going to try to do some of those things against the Rams, and I'm sure they will too. Mike, was it to see 83 on the field today? And how did he look? Now, that'll bring a smile to my face. He was great today. He, he makes his presence felt right away, you know, after the catch down the field. Um, He's a phenomenal talent. We got a lot of guys returning. Carl Joseph showed up. Uh, Isaiah Johnson showed up. Diablo got some reps today. Uh, so we got a lot of guys that are on the fringe of coming back. Marcus Mariota practiced. Um, so it was very encouraging to have Waller back, and he looked just like we expected him to. A couple of guys that you had out there today that we hadn't seen in a while, Isaiah Johnson and Devon Diablo. Uh, I know it's only one day of practice, but how good was it to see them back out there? Well, it was great. You know, we were really encouraged with Devine. He he had an injury. We were, we thought we feared it was worse than it was. And I give him a lot of credit. While we were all on vacation, having a good time, he was here two days rehabbing, and he's ready to go. Uh, we're going to protect him here for the next four or five days as he gets acclimated to pads. But there's a good chance you see him against the 49ers. And Isaiah, the same thing. We're going to kind of put the boat in the water this, this next few days and hopefully get him, get him on the grass against San Francisco in that last preseason game. You didn't have uh, Tanner Mews all season last year. You got to play Saturday. Now that you've seen the tape, what, what did you think about Tanner looked? Well, he looked good on special teams. You know, he, he, his speed shows up, his instincts show up on special teams. Defensively, he made a couple plays. We're not on our base defense a whole lot. So you don't see a whole lot of them. But I did like when Richard Smith put him in at a different linebacker spot in our nickel. He got a chance to play a couple positions, and he showed some versatility. He still has a ways to go, but he is improving. Taking another look at the tape, uh, what do you think of uh, Andre James and uh, Leatherwood? Pretty good. You know, Andre uh, off to a good start. I think uh, Alex, uh, same thing. We got to clean up some of our rules, rules, um, but um, all in all, a really good start. That opening drive, I think, was 14 plays. And I think, as I said the other night, uh, we converted a number of third downs. Somebody had to be blocking. What stood out about uh, getting to know and having Quentin Jefferson around this year? What stood out about what? Quentin Jefferson. Well, he's a productive player. Uh, he's an experienced guy. Uh, he gives uh, you some inside pass rush. He can get on the edge and beat you with speed. He can beat you across your face with quickness, and he can run over you. He's got some power. So uh, we got a lot of depth at that position. I'm really excited about when McCoy comes back with uh, Solomon Thomas and Phylon, who's playing really good. We've got some, some men that we haven't had here in a long time, guys that can make something happen inside. John, you talked about the fans and how important they are. I'm curious, you know, with the, the announcement last night them being able to ensure fans come now that are vaccinated, is there any reaction in terms of making sure fans stay in these in these buildings? Well, I just support the decisions that uh, are being made. Every state, every team is probably going to have a different view on this. I support 
uh, the decision that was made. I'll be anxious to see as many Raider fans as possible with no mask. Uh, that's what I'm excited about. They can make more noise that way. But I know it's a touchy subject for a lot of people, but I do support uh, the direction we're heading, and I encourage everybody to, that I know to get the vaccine and, and come and join us. Coach, uh, there's a lot of excitement about uh, B.J. Edmonds and Trey Regis in their running game on Saturday. On the tape, was there anything that stood out in the passing game as far as pass protection? Yeah, you know, he, the tape's out there. You know, if you watch Regis, he's three for three in pickups. You know, I think, you know, Edmonds is, is still a work in progress. But, um, you know, they're talking about those young running backs. You ought to talk about Tim Burbank, the running back coach. He did a hell of a job with those young guys. But both of them are, are really are, are getting better and um, – this will be another test, though, this week. They'll see some different blitzes and some different kinds of looks. Speaking of that running back room, uh, Josh has been really outspoken, saying that he, he pushed for Kenyon to come and he was blowing you guys up. Uh, you joked that he was Emmons' agent uh, the other night. I know you're probably looking at those guys anyway, but how much does that mean when you know one of your pro bowlers, main guys like Josh, is, is you know put, pushing for guys? Well, you know, players know players. Uh, P-L-A-Y-E-R-S, I call them players. They know players. You know, some of the guys I meet are players, P-L-A-Y-A-H-S. You know, when you got a real player that um, puts forth as much effort and, and just, I mean, relentless effort that Jacobs does, he knows who works. He knows who's got talent. He knows who's tough because he's, he's at top of the line in all those categories. So we listen to him. All right, guys. See you in L.A. if you guys are going. How beneficial is it to be getting to go uh, to L.A. and practice against someone else again this year? We'll see how it goes. You know, I'll probably answer that question after we do it. We're, we're encouraged. We've done it before with the Rams. Uh, we did it with the Lions. I think if everybody cooperates and um, plays with the right etiquette, we'll get a lot out of it, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. John, there are certain things different than when you're at this facility when you do the intra-squad that you're looking for. With your with the units, not really. You know, a lot of the one-on-ones and the pass rush. You know, we'll get different matchups, see different people. Um, it'll be a good eye-opening experience for the young players. And um, other than that, we'll have situations, two-minute drill. We'll have some red zone. We'll have some second and longs and third-down situations, much like we've done here. So it'll be fun to see some different fronts, see some different coverages, see some different players. Had a couple of spirited practices with the Cowboys. You have obviously some competitive spirits on this team. Is that something that you obviously stress to avoid, or do you like to see that competitive fire? So maybe there's some pushing and shoving. I mean, you don't want to stress that, but we don't want any pushing and shoving and fighting. That's not competitive. That's stupidity. We got to keep our poise and get our work done. And um, you know, I, I didn't really see the other scrimmage, so I don't know what what happened, but. Uh, we're going to practice with the same etiquette that we practice here. And our players have done a great job of that. I expect theirs to do the same. I know it's an exhibition game this weekend, but how do you balance as a coach when it comes to how much you show from a play calling standpoint when you're kind of practicing against the team that you're about to play later that week? Yeah, you know, it's uh, hopefully the film doesn't get out there. You know, hopefully it doesn't get on the Internet and you know, all over YouTube, Facebook, whatever other outlets there are hopefully the video coaches keep it internal but you know we're not going to show everything but we're going to continue to try to get better and you have to prepare yourself for the season and that means you got to do things you're going to do 
in September. So we're, we're going to try to do some of those things against the Rams, and I'm sure they will too. Vaccinated. Do they just Psst, Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back. And you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And the other professional team in season right now in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Aces, came away with a 93-83 victory over the Washington Mystics. And it kind of was a a tale of two halves here. In the first half, the Aces were down nine at halftime. They committed 11 turnovers to one for the Washington Mystics. The second half, the Aces only committed three turnovers. And Kelsey Plum had 24 points leading the Las Vegas Aces in scoring. Uh, Asia Wilson, 19 points, 14 boards, continuing her uh, MVP streak. Uh, But had a lot of uh, challenges against uh, Tina Charles with 30 points and 10 rebounds for the Mystics. Uh, Liz Cambage with 15 points. Uh, Chelsea Gray with 13 points. And uh, Derricka Hamby with 8 points. So those were the leading scores for the Las Vegas Aces. We're currently tied uh, for first place in the WNBA Western Division. So we've got uh, Bill Lambeer here talking about the game and what he thought of uh, the game between this game and the game on Sunday. So here's Bill Lambeer, and this is courtesy of the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, second straight win over the Mystics. This one a little different than the first opening statement. Yeah, it's a little different. There was more media here last time, and we only have two right now. We need to get more media here, Jiggy. Um, it's important, trying to get the message out. Um, you know, I thought we played, you know, a better game today than we did the last one. I think that um, we didn't play a full 40 minutes. We had some letdown, especially in the second quarter was was not our best effort. We turned the ball over all the time and didn't get some good shots, and and they made a nice run. Um, but the second half, you know, Liz got going. You know, Asia got going. And Plum obviously had a very fine basketball game. Uh, and overall, I think we'll take it. You know, anytime you can get wins in this league, it's a quality team like Washington to take it. Uh, we're still fighting for positioning for the end of the season, so we're in a good position. we got a big game coming up against Connecticut, our next one. Got a few days off. Uh, but I think today was a good, solid team effort. Uh, you know, some players, Williams got us off to a good start, and we didn't really have, you know, an overpowering game. But Plum picked it up, and our normal horses got their stuff. So, yeah, okay, all we did was take care of business today. We were supposed to win the game. 
We went and won the game. Now it's on to the next one. Kelsey, another great game. Um, she's been having a career year in a number of ways. How do you quantify her impact this year coming up with that school? Well, you know, she was really pumped to come into this year after, you know, sitting out for a year, and she has had some success in the playoffs the prior year. So, you know, and, and, and fortunately, but it's not, I don't think it's unfortunate. I think it's good for a basketball team. We, we chose to bring her off the bench this year. Uh, there's no question she's a leading candidate for six women of the year by far. Uh, and, you know, she has games like this where she keeps us in the game and carries us. She made a big shot to close out the game. She loves doing that stuff. Um, and she dies for that. Um, but a good floor game, you know, didn't turn it over very much. Uh, so she did, she's doing what she's supposed to do. She's a great quality player. And, and if she was on a different team, she'd probably get more opportunity to score, but we don't need that for this team. Only, I think three turnovers in the second half after 11 in the first half. Uh, what was the message at halftime about ball security? About Stop turning the ball over was the message at the half. We had 11 turnovers that there's to one. Uh, and that really hurt us badly. Uh, we were shooting the ball fine, and we just kept turning the ball over and giving them fast break layups and, and keeping them in the game. Uh, we took care of that in the second half. We took care of the basketball. I, I think that that's a key to our success is we get, you know, we're going to shoot a good percentage. We lead the league in shooting percentage, so we're going to shoot a good percentage. We don't turn it over. We're going to be just fine. We turn it over. We're going to put ourselves in a problem. Last one for me, uh, team in 23 in the first half, only seven in the second half. What do you feel like the Chiefs were defensively? Sorry, say it again. Tino with 23. Yeah, you know, it, we got out on her a little bit more. Um, she got really hot there in the last two minutes of the, of the half. But we got out on more, but then Atkins was one to do all the shooting in the second half. Sorry to have two got two players going off consistently at the same time. You know, we experience that all the time. Uh, so, but Atkins took the volume of the shots in the second half and then took it away from Tina. And just to continue on with Kelsey a little bit, with Erica as well, um, I thought they did a good job of you know, keeping you guys in there and even expanding that lead in the third quarter of the fourth. And Asia and Liz were on the bench. How much of a luxury is it to have those people in the game and to give Asia and Liz all the rest of the Well, that's, that's how we're structured. We're structured for solid bench bully. We're last year also, but we have more talent on the bench this year. Uh, I think this started the fourth or fourth quarter, landed the third, started the fourth. I had Stokes and Hamby out there, which gave us a lot of energy, but also puts the ball in the guards' hands or in the post hands. So we had a lot of movement. We scored a lot of points, got a nice little lead there, and then we brought the horses back. Uh, you know, we got a lot of buttons we can push depending on how they're playing. <laughs> and going back to the first time, I know I mentioned you guys uh, gave up the lead, but I thought you guys got to start. You mentioned Juan Williams was a big factor in that. Can you just talk about her production? Yeah, well, we're calling her, you know, she's a professional. Uh, she'd come off the bench for the last few years. She's used to that one. I put her in the starting lineup. Uh, she passed up some shots tonight, which I got on her a little bit about, especially when they tried double-team Liz. She was wide open and passed up some three balls, which is unusual for her. Um, but, you know, she's a solid defender. She should be on the all-defensive team this year. Uh, she's making some quality shots for us. She's, she doesn't go out of her element right now, which is great for us because we have so many scorers, quite frankly, so many people that want to score, that for her to take a subordinate role at times is a big positive for us. Thank you. Ms. Barbie? Hey, Coach. Um, you guys got off to a pretty fast start um, in the first quarter. Um, was the importance of this game uh, a key to that? No, I, I got on them yesterday and today about their starts, and, and they came out when it's a double-edged sword. They got up to a really good start and go, oh, this is easy, so they relax and turn the damn ball over all the time. 
So I, I think it's, uh, you know, they have to, I, I got on at halftime about they have to play 40 minutes of that, of that style of play. If they do, we can't be beat. If we don't, we're, we put ourselves at risk. And that's what we did in the second quarter. It was too easy for us in the first quarter. Then we said, okay, then we got lackadaisical. That can't happen. Uh, we're fortunate to win, but it still can't happen against uh, playoff teams. Uh, you talked about um, how Kia Stokes and Dierica came in and gave you some energy. Kia hasn't really played that much with you guys yet, but um, she seems to be fitting right in. What are you doing to make her more comfortable when she's out there? Oh, I drafted Kia in New York, and I had her for four years. Um, you know, I run the same stuff I did in New York, so she's very familiar with her offense. She's a great professional. Uh, you know, she's a solid defender, solid rebounder. Uh, she won't score, which is okay for us because other people want to score, so she's not taking away shots from somebody. But it was a great pickup for us, and she's very comfortable around our team. Thanks, Coach. Bill, last question. The other stat that really flipped in the second half was points in the paints. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had 32 points in the paint to their eight in the second half. Um, a lot of high-low passes. We were looking to go inside. We're, we're bigger and taller than they are. Uh, and we've been working on that in practice, actually. We've been working on high-low passing. We think it could be a big positive for us going down the road. Uh, and we scored 52 in the second half. So if we scored 52 and a, and a half, we're going to be pretty good. Thanks a lot, Coach. We'll you be back it. with Asia Wilson.